This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Hey Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Edda is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. For the nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Lightman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dell here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us this This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF. Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Some of the extraordinary people, a uh, collection of people who have worked at WPTF, I'd say most of those people from the 1940s uh, on uh up to the present, pretty much, uh, have, have worked at uh, WPTF uh, or been associated, uh, like uh, the folks at Monitor on NBC that was on for so many years. And Robert Hager was a uh, NBC reporter for decades, and he worked uh, as a newsman at WPTF in the 1960s. And I actually saw a movie the other day. I don't remember which movie it was, but it was actually Robert Hager doing a report from someplace. I don't remember what he was 
what he was covering, but uh, that was Robert Hager's voice, a, a WPTF alumnus. So uh, they're, they're far and wide, uh, an incredible group of people, uh, and, and uh, putting that all together uh, over the last few decades has been a really a labor of love for me. So we're glad to present that and the Weekend Gardener here on WPTF. We're at the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh, and it's uh, old home week. Rufus is not a, not a person on this earth, I think, that Rufus doesn't know. So he's he's over there politicking, even though he's out of office. Uh, but we uh, we have um, Helen Yost. <clears throat> and Helen, you are, we're so glad to have you here, and you uh, are, uh, are you, do you consider yourself a curator of the Jocelyn Garden? Probably is a good name, but I, I think it more is a um, conservationist. Yeah. And that you have a plant sale that's coming up at this extraordinary garden that's in in uh, one of the most beautiful neighborhoods in Raleigh. It is. It's in, uh, I don't even know what the name of the neighborhood is, but it's on West Lake, 2431 West Lake, and it's... It's near the the Carolina Country Club. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly it. And so we're doing an annual fundraiser. This will be our third year, and this year's money is going to go to adding a Japanese maple collection in the conservation area, in the Arboretum area. Wonderful. And this is going to be next week, next Saturday? One week from today, from 9 to noon. And um, parking in the street and enjoy the gardens as well. We've been working really, really hard. It had sat fallow for a long time or minimal amount was done on it and for the last gosh two and a half years now i guess i have been working diligently to bring it back to its former glory well we uh we're so glad to have you this morning and and you are are uh, so so instrumental in uh, bringing awareness to our bee pop our native, native bee population bee. i uh, before you were on the show i'd never realized how many different types of bees there are gosh over four four thousand just in yeah. north carolina and we see the honeybee and there are a lot of varieties of that but uh and the bumblebee but there are so many others that we might not recognize well that bumblebee is also one of our native bees yeah um, we love the bumblebee we do love the bumblebee and what people don't realize is that 70 percent of all of our native bees nest underground so you know and they don't have stingers so yeah. we're um we don't need to be afraid of them, although the carpenter bee people are not happy with because they are the ones that are drilling holes yes. in your deck and your overhang. You need to stuff. have a talk with them sometime, Helen, you know, but I advocate do, that you are. Well, but I do tell people your, you know, your home and structure has to come first, and you have to yeah. do whatever it is you have to do. And right. if you want to put out some logs for them to go ahead and nest there instead, that's even better. Yeah, something adjacent to the property yeah. or in your neighbor's yard. In my neighbor's yard. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Paul McKenzie's with us from the uh, Extension Service in Warren and Vance County, and we're always mm-hmm. glad to have you here, buddy. Glad to be here. There's yeah. Gerald. Gerald. Gerald, uh, I yelled across and you didn't hear me. Hear me. Well, you, all right. Well, we'll see you in May sometime. Boy's busy. We'll talk with Rufus about uh, about his his Gerald created uh, Rufus tomato plant. We have a young lady, very young lady, from the uh, the Cooperative Extension Service and a master gardener. And your name went out of my ears, 
into the into the hinterland. You yeah. are. Yeah. Hi, y'all. I'm Lily Salisbury. And Lily. I, yes, I'm part of the NC State Extension. It's nice to have a Lily par- as a master gardener, <laughs> isn't it, Paul? Perfect. Perfect is right. Yeah. So, uh, what brought you uh, to the Cooperative Extension Service and your interest in master gardening? That's a pretty intense training. It 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 definitely is, but it's so worth it. It's a great community. Um, but my, my passion for plants, flowers, vegetables, um, I just wanted to learn more. I really love education and um, being able to share that with others. And that's a big part of what we do um, is getting information out. We want people to enjoy their yards and their gardens, and um, we want to help any way we can. So we actually um, you know, love taking questions or just chat and garden. So we... We've got a phone line and email, and we're always at the um, farmer's market every weekend, April through October. So come see us. Where are, are y'all located? Where, we're where's your booth set up? You're right, right across, across from, from you, yes. Yeah, okay, so you're not far from, oh, yeah, I see yeah, you. Okay, so you're right kind, of, kind of across from where Gerald is set up, and, and that's building number two. If you're driving into the farmer's market, the main entrance, building number two is um, is kind of north of, uh, of the entrance. It's the second side. building. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. For, look for the plants and just walk to the <laughs> end yes, of the building. Yes, where all the plants are. You will are. find us in the plants, what that's a, for sure. What an appropriate place. And uh, I, I remember your boss uh, has been on the show a few times, and uh, I remember I, I told her one time I would – you know, I, I might like to become a master gardener sometime. She says, well, you know, you, you have to be really intelligent to, to, uh, <laughs> to do this. So I, I, uh, I kind of put that aside. Oh, she's pulling your leg. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. But there's you can specialize, or I guess you can do a little bit of everything. What, what are your interests? Oh, I love pollinator gardens. Um, when you Ooh. were talking about bees earlier, it just made me happy. <laughs> but the butterflies, hummingbirds. Um, I actually started, um, my interests were solely vegetable gardens. And then actually through the program, I mean, maybe it's because of my name, but I fell in love with the flowers, and um, that's actually where my interests have been when I've been serving the community. I, um, if people have had questions, um, I kind of direct myself towards the pollinating gardens. Excellent. Well, you Excellent. should never have come on this show because now I will ask you to come back. Well, oh, please do. Would you like to? Yes. Would you like to be a, a guest on the show? Or, Thank you. That uh, would be absolutely wonderful. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get that information. Wonderful. All and right. You're still in training, and and you, you sound like. Like you know a lot. Oh, thank you. I, I do. I, um, I'm hoping to finish up in the next couple of weeks, but I do hope to be back out here both at um, the Farmer's Market booth. And if you ever want to have us back, um, I would love to come back and chat. Even though Rufus was a scholar at Carolina and uh, has a law degree, uh, he, he and I both have been worried about passing the Master Gardener exam. <laughs> So, uh, so are, are you worried at all about uh, about that? No, I've actually passed the exam, and I'm just finishing oh, my service oh, hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you passed no, the exam. You're home I'm free. I'm telling you, if, if you like plants, you know, if it's something that you're interested in, um, I mean, in the community, I've learned so much just from talking not only to people in the program, but people in our community. They have questions, and I'm like, okay, if so I we, can not answer it, we So Rufus and I together. wouldn't have to come in like we were tattooed with, <laughs> with answers. That's what I'm saying. They're pulling your leg. Y'all come on in. We'd love to have you. No math. That's no right. Math. No math, right? I'm, 
I'm uh, sure there's a little bit of math. A little in bit my, of math. Yeah, oh well, forget that. That's <laughs> another reason not to not to do that. But so it's only for the hardy and. That's right. We can pretend to be uh, honorary master gardeners. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe we can be uh, honorary master gardeners. Well, we would love to have y'all, and thank you for thank having you. me on the show yeah, today. Yeah, thank you very much. And w- it, would you uh, lim- write down your your information? Yes, Ooh, I excuse me. Will. Write down your information so I can get in touch with you and and bring you back on the show. I definitely will. Thank you so much. Thank y'all. you so and much, y'all have Lily. A great weekend. Yeah, you too. All right, Brother Rufus, you can come back around and show us your plant. We should be, uh, Hooks, we should be broadcasting live on YouTube or, or uh, Facebook Facebook today so we can uh, show Rufus in, his, in all his glory today. Uh, we're at the Farmer's Market, and, and Gerald came up and visited because he brought are all of these, are all of these. Uh, okay, yeah. There is a Rufus variety or a suffer variety of uh, tomato that Gerald Adams has developed uh, over several years, and it, it does take a while. You know, those are those are some nice looking plants that too. That really Ger- good looking. There, I don't think there's a better tomato grower. Um, well, maybe Craig Lahoulier. But uh, yeah, yeah, between, we got. I got to get uh, Gerald Craig and, on show. and Craig. We've got probably two of the best tomato growers in the in the whole Can country, right here too? in North Carolina. And uh, I think one of the things that Gerald does is he grows the grafted tomatoes, where you can get the. Uh, well, you talk about now. Uh, Gerald is homegrown. <laughs> got a good act, good uh, Wake County accent, uh, and he is. Uh, he is again one of the smartest people I know. Mm-hmm. He uh, he could have gone to to uh, the uh, uh, to West Point mm. if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he declined that and again went to Carolina mm-hmm. like like Rufus. Mm-hmm. So uh, all these UNC scholarship people, uh, all these smart people, we're so glad to have on the weekend gardener. But Gerald is selling his wares here at, at the farmer's market uh and you, you shouldn't have any trouble finding him just look look for the crowds uh, there are a lot of plants out here so uh, we have uh, people mingling in the background rufus you've been on an expedition to uh gerald's yes we have we we found the elusive rufus tomato and he brought a whole tray up here if you come by right quick you can get one for free and try it. It's sort of exploratory stage with, with uh, I guess, like my life is, exploratory stage. And come by and get one before we leave and give it a try. Yeah. So uh, what, what and, should... And, ne- and next week, Gerald said that if if you come by and say, Rufus sent me, he'll give you one next week. But, but if you're in listenership right now, please come by and get one of these Rufus tomatoes. Now, how should we? Uh, how should we grow? Should we put them out today? Should we grow? The, how should we grow I'm, them? I'm, I'm, I'm taking Paul's word for it. I would, yeah. 
Um, Frost free date, you know, I said April 20th earlier, and, I, and I'm thinking of Vance County, which is a little further north, so we're a little later. But around here, we're, we're, we're at April 15th. Is that in a different time zone, too? <laughs> Almost. Almost, yeah. yeah. And we're, we're on YouTube TV without makeup this morning. <laughs> I, I knew I should have put some rouge on before I... Before I came out. Yeah. But. And when you're planting your tomatoes, remember, this is one of the few that you want to plant deep. The deeper you plant it, the better, because mm-hmm. it'll send out aerial roots. And, have and a that's sp- something we're not used to. No. I, saw, I, can't, I can't think of another plant that you actually should plant deep. Right. Yeah. It's pretty unusual. But, yeah, that's a good good practice um, to do that, especially if you brought home a leggy tomato from a nursery. Yeah. Plant, plant but these... Deep. These are looking These really look good. Great. Yeah, I'm putting mine in today, and I, I got I grabbed one for the Jocelyn Garden too. Gerald has really big greenhouses now. He's he's uh, built some greenhouses, so he's they he's must getting be into this big varieties down there. Yeah, it's incredible. Oh, wow. I mean, it's like if if right straight down there. Yep, number two. He had, two, a, he had two. a place in Campbell Road Nursery, and he was working there several years ago, and it looked like Frankenstein's lab. Yeah. And there, there were so many uh, tubes and things running through. <laughs> You know, yeah. Phil is really good about that kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. So I, many things developed out there in yeah, those greenhouses. Yeah, a lot of what JC, um, a lot of what um, Denny Warner did. Absolutely, has done, Do- she, Dr. Warner uh, comes by there quite often. Yeah, yeah. Well, he lives right up the road. He sure does. <laughs> yeah, what a wonderful guy. Oh, I, I love, to love him. Had a course under uh, Dr. Denny Warner. So uh, we're at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh, where uh, where everything is happening today. It's a beautiful day. It's a nice breeze. It's a little overcast. It's not too warm. I'm uh, sorry I didn't wear something lighter today. I thought it was going to be a little cooler, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, well, you got your master's jacket on. With yeah. Sweater. A little, uh, yeah, a little sweater there. You know, the masters. I was disappointed this year. They they were uh, they didn't have. I didn't see any azaleas. They were usually they bring in azaleas and they pour ice on on the ones they have and and I, I don't I must have missed the I must have been watching in the wrong holes or something. No, I think they they came early. Yeah, they they oh, came okay. early. I don't know what they do about the azalea festival because uh, that's uh, you know that's is it this weekend or next weekend or sometime the azalea festival. Oh, mine are gone by now. Yeah. Yeah, except a few. But this was a great. This was a great year for azaleas. It was oh, a yes. good year, and if you feel like you didn't get all the azaleas you want, we have plenty at the uh, Jocelyn Gardens plant sale next week. Or do uh, do you have some of the deciduous varieties? No, they go so fast. You know, yeah. this, these came from the gardeners of Wake County. You know, they do that. Oh, those they, yeah. Scholarship fundraising. Yeah, they fundraising. had a marvelous sale this mm-hmm. year, and I, I think that went well. They were back out of the out of the state fairgrounds, and uh, they have a lot of different varieties. And some we we talk about encore azaleas so much here, but they they bloom almost year round. At least the ones do in my yard. But you never get that. Flush of, of yeah. flush of blooms. That's true. I mean, you, you're sacrificing that a little bit, but yeah. people really like the uh, flowers in the fall. Um, but I but have a mix of them. In your I have a mix of them, yeah. But I do like the um, native and the hybrid deciduous ones, but they are really, really hard to find. Yeah. Well, I have definitely added the Jocelyn Garden to my places to visit list. Awesome. And um, I, I discovered the spelling, the correct spelling, because I didn't know what it was. It's J-O-S-L-I-N. Thank you if for that. If yes. you're looking for that, J-O-S-L-I-N. Yes. All right. Uh, 919-860-9783. Every time you buy a bag of black cow, 
you're helping the environment. Now, the process helps to repurpose manure so it is environmentally friendly and beneficial for your garden and lawn. Black Cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils, and it helps to retain moisture, too. Your lawn, your flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with Black Cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and Black Cow. And for more details, go to blackcow.com. 919-860-9783. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 1026. Yeah, we, all, we need a little earth, wind, and fire, uh, a little dose of earth, wind, and fire on this. Oh, what a gorgeous uh, Saturday morning in April at the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here. Tom is in Durham. Tom, thanks for waiting so long. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning, Mike. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, Tom. Yeah, Tom the, Tom the Digger. Uh, yes, patience <laughs> is a virtue, especially among gardeners. Isn't I know, and you have a lot of patience, my friend. <laughs> I thank God for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I have a sunflower question. Last All right. Here, I planted some sunflowers, and those that survived the rabbits did very well. Grew tall, very tall. And I uh, heard you folks just talk about Mexican sunflowers. So I thought perhaps this year I would try those. Rufus uh, has talked about those many times. Oh, yeah. good. Yes, yes. Well, yes. Tom, yes, they have a a weak root system, so when they get about two feet tall or three feet tall, cut it down to about half oh. so, that, so they won't grow as tall. Okay. And and the butterflies love them. It, it Its bloom reminds me of a, of a, of a dahlia. Uh-huh. Or a, I love dahlias. Yeah, uh, that when you see that bloom, you you would say this is like a dahlia, or uh, 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 bright yellow, uh-huh. and it swarms swarms with butterflies. Oh, wonderful! And well, and seed and seed, uh, seeds itself so well. Uh huh. But it will fall over with a big wind if you don't keep it cut back. I will stock those as well, uh, or stake those. I know. Uh, I spent yesterday preparing all of my starter pots, a few dozen of them in the garage, and I was getting ready to put the seeds in today. I bought a pack of seeds on Amazon, and I opened them a little while ago, and I was amazed to find that they did not 
feel like sunflower seeds. You know, I used the sunflower seeds in my bird feeders and all, but these feel very tiny and almost granular. Yeah, they're they're flimsy looking. Yes. Well, uh, as you know, I can't see them, but I can feel them. Right. And I put my fingers in, and when I pinch into them, I probably pinch a few dozen of them. Are they are they really Mexican sunflower seeds? Uh, yes, they're 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 unlike the usual sunflower seed. Uh, it's like like a little little bug with a bunch of wings on it. Yeah. And uh-huh. and and frankly, Tom, you, they ought to be direct seeded. Yeah. Uh, you you don't need to really? grow those those inside. Oh, but especially it, now. But yeah. they they will start. It'll take a little while for them to. Uh, it, it might be three weeks before they come out, but they. Yes. They last over the winter. I, I don't ever have to reseed at all. Just oh. wherever wherever there was a sunflower bush, seeds come up. Oh, and they're they're not a, a helianthus. The 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 sunflower that you know the big yellow yes. huge flower that's a helianthus, and and the Mexican sunflower is in the Tithonia right. genus. So it's it's a completely different you know kind of group of plants. Is why the uh-huh. seed is so different. Very tiny. Very yeah. tiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I should plant them right in the ground, not not in starter pots. Yeah, apparently they they come up quite easily, so uh, you could probably do it either way. But uh, at this time of year, since we're already past risk of frost for this area, you should be able to just direct seed them right into your your garden area. Uh huh. Going to put them in one of my raised gardens, mm-hmm. in among you know. Like canna lilies and day lilies and things like that. Right, right. And and so they don't come up very tall like the ones I have out there now. Yeah, what's how big do the uh, Mexican sunflowers get, Rufus? Pretty tall. They, they will get up to as much as eight feet. Wow. Now, if you if you, you cut them, they they claim I have had ordered seeds, Tom, that said smaller. <laughs> Didn't work. Uh huh. Uh, e- even when they fall over, it's such a flourish, uh, blooms right up until f- the f- first frost and maybe a little bit after that. It's just, you, you, you will love them, but if, if, you can, if you can find a way to keep them from falling over, I've never staked them because I just think, let them, let them go. Is it something that you can pinch back to keep them more compact? Well... No, because when they start blooming, they they start blooming, yeah. and you're going to pinch back something that, that's going to be a bloom. Yeah. Uh, the, the best thing to do, though, when they get about two feet tall or three, cut them back halfway. Now, That'll stuck. If I scatter those out into the raised garden, when they start coming up, won't the rabbits just eat them? I don't know about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought perhaps the rabbits, like, the rabbits eat seeds, or they just like the leafy greens? That I see them all on the leafy greens. Yeah, that actually brings me to something because I'm, I'm asked this a lot, how to tell the difference between rabbit damage and deer damage. Yeah. So the rabbit damage is a, a straight cut angle, and a deer damage is a tear. So that's how you can tell if you've had. Ah one or the other visiting your garden. Yeah. So I should spread you, these in an area in 
just scratch the soil down a bit and spread them almost like grass seed. Oh yeah, yeah. You they'll come up just with, with all ease, all ease. Oh, okay. Tom, thank you very much. Well, thank you so very much. I tell your tell your colleague I said hello. The judge. I will. I will. Thank you, Tom, so okay. much for calling. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Right. Monica, uh, we we have one of your neighbors with us. <laughs> Would you please I introduce do. your neighbor? This is Mr. Bill Burnett, and he's here with Miss Sharon today. Some folks I've known all my life, I think, were actually Do you related. call him Mr. Burnett? Well, Mr. Bill. Okay. <laughs> now, the Bill. He has I, something, or he wants to just shout out to you guys. How does it feel? Listeners. How does it feel to uh, live in the same neighborhood with the new State Farmers Market Manager? Well, we're real proud of. You it. should oh. be. You should be proud of her anyway. The new market manager for yeah. the State Farmers Market, and she she comes from good stock, so to speak. I tell you what, Wade, and 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 and, and Mr. Wade Dunn had had Aiden yeah. planting plants in the ground as a little boy and so she's she's come up in it and she's such a sweet and nice person and she's very professional and again me and sharon we're real proud of her sure are i appreciate you letting me say that on yes sir sure thank you so much all right uh well i appreciate you listening yes sir yeah Yes, sir. Yeah, I learned today they that they were avid listeners, and I think they call in every once in a while. I didn't even realize well, that. I am, until they I am were so glad of that. And yep. uh, just remind us when you call next time, Bill, <laughs> that you're uh, Monica's. <laughs> I remember Mr. Burnett. Yes, there you Ms. go. Mr. Burnett, how you doing? There you go. <laughs> and Miss Sharon's getting one of Rufus's um, Rose of Sharon's back there because her name is actually Sharon Rose. So I said oh. they may have named that oh. after and a you. a pretty lady know. she is. That's so sweet. <laughs> Yeah, so she's going to take that and plant it in pride there from from Rufus's garden. All right, well, take take good care of it there. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. One more thing, Mike. Yeah. I, I said a few months ago on the air with you all, I would have loved to have been Rufus's chauffeur. Back in the day, oh my we, gosh, man, me. man I, we could have hit every bar. He, all he, of he us hit him, I'm sure, but I could have been a part of those barbecue stops. Good <laughs> gracious, man! There were all kinds of stops, weren't there, Rufus? Oh, yes, <laughs> Rufus is a character with character. I got to say it that way. Amen. I, I, I thank so much of Rufus and all of you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for stopping. And see all these people who would vote for you again. Very kind. Very kind. Who would vote for you again? We could just find an office that would suit you. No, no, I'm I'm in the last steps of recovery, and so we're we're marching ahead. I'm, I'm about ninety out of a hundred steps of recovery, recovering politician. <laughs> I'm well on the way, Paul. So, yeah, let's let things be. Well, you've been to the governor's mansion enough to satisfy yourself, anyway. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Oh, have you ever Make seen? him the ambassador of gardening. Or that's something right. Like well, that. he's the secretary general of gardening, and that's official. Because Governor McCory signed that document. Yeah, and Secretary of State. So did uh, so did Elaine Marshall. Yeah. So uh, ambassador, you are an ambassador to a certain extent. That's another moniker we can add to your list. <laughs> so. Well, you get to be around people like Monica if you're on a show like this. How how can you beat that? That's you right. So, uh, let me, I think we got, um, thank you all for coming up from, from Johnston County uh, very much. We got a, 
Another caller here, uh, Mary Ann. Mary Ann from Raleigh. Hey, Mary Ann. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. Happy Easter. Happy Easter to you. Yes, and it just relates to Easter. I have, um, I know a lot of people have eaten eggs uh, this past week, and uh, the eggshells uh, that were removed. Could you? Uh, I let me go back uh, to this. With the, I had a lot of holes in my yard, and I put perlite in my yard in the yard in the holes. Uh, would uh, the if I crush eggshells, would that be uh, just as durable as a perlite or no? I know eggshells have a lot of value to the soil, to potting soil, too. Would they be good? I, I, I would probably put the eggshells in the compost pile. I, I don't know. Th- th- there might be some temporary benefit to that, but, you know, they're going to break down fairly rapidly. Um, so it certainly, if, if there was any benefit to, uh, putting the eggshells down for vole management, it would be very, uh, temporary. Uh-huh. I just wondered, yeah. Also, um, Rufus, I have one of your favorite plants, Daphne, and it's about 35 years old. Wow. And oh, <laughs> you got an ulster there. Uh, oh, man. An ulster? It's beautiful. <laughs> it still is beautiful, but it's beginning to show, uh, uh Growing too high, too too out of range, and uh, don't, I just don't, wonder don't mess how... with it. <laughs> don't don't mess with it. Oh, I have to because it's it's blocking the dry, the uh, walkway. I have to. Oh cut my a little goodness! Bit. I just have to cut a little bit, Rufus. Not too much, and I just wonder if it's too late to prune a little bit. Well, it's 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 already done its blooming. I I think you can cut a little bit. Yes. Just a it, little it should, bit. It, I, I it, don't want it, to cut it completely. No, no. Uh-uh. It, it should have had shoots coming out already. It was, yeah, sure it was absolutely, yeah, exactly. It's starting, you can see where uh, on the wooded area where it's starting to form little leaves. Uh-huh. Uh, I think you've, got a, a, you've about got a record there yeah. at 35 oh, years. I do. I, it was beautiful. It really still is beautiful. And the fragrance <laughs> is still there. Um, I would still, I would Japanese. still say a little prayer with each cut. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, you know I will. <laughs> it won't be that right. many cuts, believe me. <laughs> Marianne, thank you so much for calling. Okay. May I ask one more question with the sure. Japanese maple? Uh, I need to prune the two uh, carefully. I know. Uh, how far do you? It's growing over p- other plants. How far down? How much do I prune on it? A good roll of thumb is no more than about a quarter to a third of it. Okay. And I, I would have rather you have done it late February. Okay. Uh, it's it's kind of late. I won't um, touch it. <laughs> so I could wait. Know, maybe maybe wait until, until next February. year or do some very light pruning on it. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, if it's a vigorous, if it's growing vigorously, you can probably get away with it without any trouble. Um but I certainly wouldn't do any aggressive pruning on it. No, uh-uh. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thoroughly enjoyed your program. Always do. God thank you very much, Mary Ann, for being a part of it. Okay. We'll, thank uh, you. Uh-huh. We'll talk Frank Timberlake coming up here in, in a minute. Uh, but, uh, you know, all that uh, pollen that we've had, and it's still with us, uh, even the pine pollen, it's a good reminder that uh, now is a great time to take your vehicle to King's Auto Service. For that spring checkup, 
Lots of things you need to, to check. Uh, preventative maintenance is so important. Even the wiper blades, make sure they're in good shape because they were probably abused during the, the winter weather. And uh, cabin air filter needs to be checked. Just small things like that. And they can check the big things, too. During your spring checkup, you can get the, the AC check because it's uh, really going to start getting warm here soon and humid. So we need the air conditioning actually to work year-round. For uh, those of you driving a hybrid vehicle, a lot of people are, they have certified hybrid technicians at King's and are ready to diagnose and give you an available option for a high-voltage ba- high battery pack uh, replacement. Uh, they do go bad after a uh, Many, many, many thousands of miles. But let your dealer, uh, let your uh, uh, friends at King's Auto Service check it. They can replace that battery for less than the dealer will charge for replacement. This usually occurs around uh, 150,000 miles, sometimes a lot more than that. That's just kind of the average. So call King's on Monday to schedule a courtesy battery analysis. King's Auto Service, easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. Uh, Here at the State Farmers Market, uh, lots of plants out there, and you want them to stay in good shape. You don't want animals running after. uh, Helen was just talking about uh, deer and and. rabbit damage it uh, there's so much wildlife in the area and uh, here in the triangle area all around the state uh, wherever you're listening this morning one of the safest and most effective ways to prevent damage from wildlife in your garden is with i must garden repellents made right here in the triangle i must garden offers natural solutions for over 15 pest problems including rabbits squirrels moles voles snakes mosquitoes insects ants and their best-selling deer repellent. All of the IMOS Garden Pest products are made with natural ingredients and botanical oils from plants that animals avoid in nature. And they're environmentally friendly, they smell nice, and they're safe for you and your family and pets. IMOS Garden repellents are also long-lasting and don't need to be reapplied every time it rains. They're easy to apply and available in liquids and granules to suit every gardener's preference. IMOS Garden repellents are not sold at... Those big box stores, they're locally owned retailers that sell them all around the, the uh, area. And, uh, for instance, the Garden Hut in Fuquay Verena, Campbell Road Nursery, uh, Logan's, all sell products from I Must Garden. Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents from I Must Garden. And to learn more about protecting your garden from pest damage, visit imustgarden.com. And the very distinguished Frank Timberlake is uh, with us on the line. Morning, Frank. And good morning to Monica and the growing crew uh, from beautiful Zablonia here. Uh, Congratulations, Monica, uh, on your appointment as the manager of State Farmers Market. They couldn't do any better. They sure couldn't, uh, Frank. They really couldn't. And, um, uh, by the way, Ronnie Best got his... The former uh, manager got his uh, first hole-in-one in, on the golf course this week. We talked about that, I don't know, a couple of hours ago. Yeah, that was uh, – he said he'd been playing for 40 years, and that was his first. I don't it know if it was first, Eagle, yeah. Eagle Crest. I, I don't get up that early. I wanted to say that uh, Grandmother Timberlake's <laughs> Sweet Betsy has bloomed its uh, patootie off this year, 
Andrew Good. kissed me at the gate. Uh, but right now, great-grandmother Mary Rainey Lawson Timberlake's irises are in full bloom. So when people talk about heritage plants, here, uh, Linda and I, we, we, we have a bunch of them, you know. Were, were they grown in Person County? <clears throat> no, great-grandmother uh, Mary Lawson uh, Timberlake came, she came from uh, Red Mountain Road in Rougemont, yeah, moved to Grassy Creek to look after somebody, and my great granddaddy Frank followed her down there, and they got married and built a home place there on the Charlie Winston Road, and those irises are from that home place. Oh, that's a, you know that's a wonderful, reliable pass along plant, isn't it? Yeah, and then and then uh, grandmother Timberlake's uh, came. Her, she and uh, granddaddy bought it's on the National Register of Historic Places. In revolutionary times, it was built in 1781. It was Brownsville, but it was renamed Sycamore Valley at Grassy Creek, and all her flowers and plants came from there. Uh-huh. And uh, anyway, Linda and I are fixing to plant some. We're going to put in drip irrigation today. Uh, we're going to, you know, redo the system and get it up and running today. But I have a question on raised bed dirt. When we got into COVID. Uh, if y'all remember, I built a bunch of raised beds for Linda, and I want to know how should I change that dirt this year? How how long is that that bag dirt good for? Are you putting tomatoes in there? Well, I put tomatoes last year, and we had all kinds of yellow fungus in the dirt, yeah, and yeah. and and uh, blossom rot, and everything else. You know that that could go wrong with tomatoes. So we're probably just going to put some. Uh, Peppers and uh, flowers and 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 a few herbs and stuff. Yeah. How, how many raised beds do you have, Frank? We got three. We have we have three that are you, you know they're like eight foot long and. Well, what I okay, you got them eight foot long. I, I would put I would devote half a bed to your tomatoes each year, and then rotate it around. So that'd give you six years before you have to come back to the same spot. For your tomatoes, but as far as replacing the soil, uh, no, I, I wouldn't do that in a raised bed. I, I would probably add some compost or black cow or additional raised bed soil to it every couple years because it will kind of settle and, and break down. Um, but uh, well, we water it you... so much with that drip irrigation that the uh, you, you know the nutrients have got to leach out. You know. Oh, yeah. I mean, you'll need to keep adding fertilizer periodically, and, and you'll need to do soil sampling to check your pH and make sure that that stays where it needs to be. Um, but, uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't replace the soil in a raised bed. Uh, just, um, the only reason I might is if I had some really terrible tomato disease, you know, in a bed that you, there was just no other way to eradicate it. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I'm I'm not sure that I didn't have uh, nematodes last year. Uh, it it looked like what hit them that used to hit tobacco when we were doing tobacco. Well, you know that uh, there there are diseases. Uh, the Granville wilt is uh, is something that uh, I don't know that you saw them in tobacco, but Granville County is well, where I'm it from originated. Granville County, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And so that uh, that's that's really been a scourge for tomatoes uh, over the years. Yeah, I've been called the Granville Wilt. You have. Uh, what what a wonderful <laughs> thing. 
And Rufus, <laughs> I'm being actually really kind to you today. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna. That, that's well, good. I, I was noticing uh, that you were not hurling any barbs at me. I'm, I feel left out. <laughs> well, he already I did when he put you in that campaign. parade with the I pig. Mean, I know that you want to be the ambassador of green and growing in North Carolina, and it's not a paid position, but or or, or an elected position. But I still think that we ought to have a plant named for you. Well, well, we we do, we we do just, now. We we do. We've got a we got a tomato. <clears throat> we got a tomato. Yeah, Gerald Adams has fixed up a Rufus tomato, and I wish you were here so you could have one. And if you come next weekend to the farmers market restaurant, uh, farmers market, and go to Gerald Adams stalls, and He's, say Rufus sent me, you'll get a Rufus tomato for free. That? I'm gonna have to do that. Frank, I'm always nice hearing from you, buddy. Oh, y'all, y'all are doing great, and we love the show, and appreciate the appreciate the very good advice. I'm going out and rework those uh, beds today. Thanks for that. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Our best to your family. Thanks. Same to y'all. Bye bye. Bye. What a good Frank man, Frank Timberlake. Yeah, great salesman, uh, radio salesman. He's been in broadcasting a long time. Consultant. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Helen, please tell us about the Jocelyn Gardens here real quickly. Well, um, thanks for pointing out the spelling of the Jocelyn. A lot of people don't have that right. So if you want to be friends of us on Facebook, we are J-O-S-L-I-N Garden. We're at, um, at 2431 West Lake, and we're having an annual plant sale to benefit the garden. And we're going to put in um, Japanese maples in the fall. We've got... Uh, shrubs, perennials, annuals, herbs, and vegetables, and we would love to, for you to come out from nine to noon. Very good. And help help next us week. next week on Earth Saturday. Day at Earth Day, yeah. April twenty second. Um, okay. Thank you. And Paul, uh, you you got a lot going on, but uh, you have the uh, farmers market in Henderson. Farmers market in today. Henderson open today. Open today for the season. And it's right there at the Master Gardener plot. Uh, the the yeah, we've got our demonstration garden there as well. Yeah, hope everybody, hope everybody will come to the State Farmers Market and and visit all the wonderful vendors inside and outside. Brother Rufus, thank you, buddy. Uh, Cliff Joyner saying of the day: Success is walking from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. And our uh, security showed up finally today. Uh, oh, Joe, Joe the bouncer. Joe the bouncer is here. And yeah, Susan. yeah, and Susan uh, <laughs> showed up. So we're we're glad we're good. We're glad everybody's here. Thanks for everybody coming by. Oh, Thanks yeah. for uh, for listening to the show, and we uh, we love you all. We'll see you next week on the Weekend Gardener. Thanks to Nate and Jason back at the station. <laughs>